Hey, you reached Johnny. Leave a message. Hi, this message is for Johnny. This is Lauren from HR. I hope you're doing well today. The reason for my call is because we found out that you were doing a podcast outside of your work duties. First thing is the language and topics being used and discussed are a little bit outside of our policies and how we want to represent our company. Second, we've checked out the background of your co-host and well, he's really spewing some anti-white, anti-Trump rhetoric on the podcast. So just wanted to let you know that this is unacceptable and we are putting you on a final warning. Thank you. P.S. Off the record, I loved episode 12 and the cam girl discussion. <laughs> okay, bye. Have a great day, Johnny. Oof. All right, y'all. We ready? Yo, let's do it, Anybody man. Ready? Straight up. Uh, this one here is Sam Hunt. Oh, man. I thought she was going to play Roscoe Dash. Body like a back row. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that nigga just yeed home. <laughs> First time I seen her walk by, and I about fell about my chain. Mm. Had to get her number. It took me like six weeks. Damn. She must be fine as hell. Yeah, I think a game was weak. We gotta hit a country club tonight, bruh. I'm thinking we're going to Whiskey River after this. Uh huh. I gotta get my best cowboy. I'm in the mood. I'm trying to see some Daisy Dukes and some. Definitely. I'm trying to see some, yeah, some Daisy Dukes with nothing inside them. Some cowboy boots. Meet a woman named Mackenzie. Alright y'all, enough of all that shit It's your boy Jumpman Jones I'm live inside episode 15 with my illustrious partner What it do, man? It's your boy Jukebox Johnny Hey, and that right <laughs> there was Sam Hunt Body like a back row Did you not hear how that nigga said he like knew her body like a back row? <laughs> hey man, that's what's up, I guess <laughs> That shit rape culture, bro Pretty much <laughs> I think it's a stalker I'm not even up front He six, just talking about Six he, weeks to get the number yeah. bro Like what the fuck You wild and raw The Ben gave up In yo, this day and age yo, People want it quick Hey people I know right Like get on Tinder or something Swipe right left Swipe left Do something nigga Get something fast <laughs> Six weeks that's too well Yo, yo Shout out Miss Nikki For uh, 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 the song of the week Um Shout out to everybody that listened to last night's episode, our, uh, our recap episode, our bonus episode of Insecure called Insecure. I want to shout y'all out real quick. And shout out to everybody that's been rocking with the show lately, Thank you. man. Keeping us up, man. Like, we appreciate it. We got some good things coming along the way. We got some giveaways coming. So make sure you stay tuned in. Subscribe. If you're on SoundCloud listening to us, make sure you make an account real quick and follow us. We want to see our followers, see our listeners. Comment. Hit the comment section in our IG post and our in our SoundCloud. Hit our email. Y'all know what it is. Kick a shit pot at Gmail. 
And uh, talk to us, man. We want to hear from y'all, man. Uh, other than that, we're going to dive into episode 15 of the show. Uh, JP, man, you know how we always do. What it do? What I, I do this week? How, how, was, how was your <laughs> week, man? Uh, you know, it was Stris 8. Um, I went to Vapiano's with my coworkers on Thursday. Did you went get to some a, pasta? Oh, yeah. I ate the shit out of some pasta. All right. So I went, so I went to the Black Chef. And I was like, hey, man, this is really like my first or second time being here. I want to know, can you hook me up with something? That- Do y'all put watermelon and fried chicken in y'all pasta? That's all I really want to know, bro. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> I was like, man, give me something my grandma How would make. How good is the great So he gave, me the, uh, he gave me the Alfredo with the extra sauce. And he threw, oh, the, yeah, scr- yeah. He threw the scrimps in there. Was it extra salty for you? Was it extra salty for you? Yeah, Alfredo? yeah. yeah, yeah. For some reason, that Alfredo there is extra salty. Yeah, it definitely was, man. But I was killing that shit because that was real noodles, dude. Usually, I get the pack of noodles from uh, the grocery store. But these was like homemade noodles, bro. Yeah. This shit was good, That's bro. usually like one of my like, I just met you spots. Yeah. And I just like, yo, you want to meet up at Vapiano's? Yeah, that shit was kind of like, if you if you a girl and you ain't never been nowhere, you definitely gonna give some pussy up and they can take you there. Yeah, yeah. Because then you're like, oh, shit, because I, uh, I was amazed. I was like, damn. I got to be wary of the Vapiano pussy. Like, if I get the Vapiano pussy, I kind of got to be I gotta be wary That shit that. the same price as Chili's, but it. But then, you, yeah, but the ambiance doesn't yeah. give you Chili's vibe. And you can sit on little corners but, and the uh, see, couches and shit. Yeah, but you got the girls who kind of know, like, what it is when you go up and buy pianos. Yeah, you do. But you're right. The ambiance, off the ambiance alone. You right. Yeah. But you still got to kind of be concerned about but the shit. I know the pussy. fucking manager, bruh. I know a couple of the managers, so you I go up all in that the bitches downtown. I go up in that bitch. I eat in the kitchen like I'm in the mafia. You feel me? Now that right there is hella point. That would be boss. You fucking in the car. I was like, yeah, let's you just go to the e- kitchen and eat. <laughs> yeah, you not even. Yeah, you you beyond. <laughs> nah, I don't know. I'm like that. They ain't gonna let me eat in the kitchen. But shout out to my niggas, uh, Marvin and Shedrick. Y'all out here doing it <laughs> at Vapiano's for real. <laughs> it be front so hard on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, man. Uh, uh. This week, man, uh, we had some sad news. R.P. Aretha Franklin, she passed away at 76 years of age. Dang, R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Is that Queen of Soul? Right? Um, I don't know, man. Yeah. Queen of Soul? Queen, all right, I just want to make sure. Oh, okay, then. All right. Oh, yo, uh, uh, yo, if you tune in to the Funk Flex uh, Nicki Minaj interview, I want to shout out Funk Flex real quick for fucking with the home team, man. That nigga had a black and red Carolina Panthers hat on in the interview. That's what's up, man. NYC know what it is, man. When I say we're going to win the Super Bowl this year, y'all think we playing. We coming for that trophy. Yeah, I saw a nigga <laughs> post some shit, um, and it said, the last time we played the Patriots and the Dolphins in the preseason, we went to the Super Bowl. Mm. And, you know, we just played the Dolphins. We got the Patriots next Friday. Oh, yeah. Shit, sound like a repeat to me, man. Y'all better watch out. We going undefeated on that ass. Your ass was actually at home watching preseason football. I'm just so excited. Let me tell you, yo, let me tell you. All that that protest (laughs) shit went out the window as soon as they they kicked off. I'm like, man, (laughs) fuck this shit. I don't care. (laughs) I'm not. I wasn't with the shits anyway. Yo, check this out. This nigga, I called this nigga Johnny yesterday, right? I'm like, yo, man, you still coming through 8 o'clock to do the show, right? He was like, yeah, 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 I'm just sitting here, man. I'm sitting here. Mind you, it is like mm, 7.39, 7.40. So I'm thinking like maybe this nigga is like, you know what I'm saying? I'm thinking at this point, maybe he's on his way. When he said he was watching preseason football, I was like, oh, yeah, he going to be late. Oh, uh, why? Because this nigga was in the preseason football. Like, yeah. And I'm listening to his voice like, damn, I really got to get up from preseason football. <laughs> like, get the fuck out of hey, here, man. <laughs> I like to watch the first couple of uh, whatever they called. Uh, oh, Cam was in the game? Yeah, Cam and McCaffrey. Did he play second quarter yesterday? Yeah, yeah. They played. He did about 24 snaps. 
He did 24 snaps yesterday. Yeah, next, I, I look next the same week camp, right? Yeah, he, he threw a pick because he overthrew somebody. That's cool. But then he came back and redeemed himself. But next week is they like they gonna go to the third quarter. They going against the Patriots too. It's gonna be a long count. That might be a, a preview of the Super Bowl. You know, Patriots, Panthers. And the Patriots are not going back. Patriots still AFC uh, is trash. Panthers still the Super Bowl. The Jaguars are the Patriots going to the Super Bowl. Jaguars, Panthers, Super Bowl. You heard that'd that be straight battle of the we '95. Can't, yeah, teams. we both came in in the same year. That'd be straight. I hate to do it to them like that, but I think we can yeah. beat them. Yeah, they definitely gonna get killed. Yeah, they're gonna have to learn the hard way. Um. Yo, did you know that uh, Elon Musk's SpaceX program will be the first to launch people in space? They're mm-hmm. launching people out of Florida to the International Space Station. I found out like they were had they been uh, uh, launching off like now to get to the space station you have to go to Russia. So it's gonna be like yeah, our first expedition from the states. I remember Lance Bass was trying to do that shit from NSYNC. Oh really? Yeah, but something happened. And he couldn't do it, but he he was really trying to go. I want, I want to go. You see the inside? Yeah, you see I'm not. I'm too scared. Too much shit go wrong with that shit. <sighs> if I got to go out, that's the way I want to go out. I want to have a chance if I got to go out. I don't want to die in no plane crash. I, don't I feel die you on a plane crash. Yeah. I feel you on a plane crash. I don't want to at least but give myself like a chance space, to survive. Like, I'm forever like, like, I feel like if I die in space and like let's say shit blows up, but my body preserves and then I freeze automatically, like there's going to be a camera transported up to space and like and there goes landing he's still out there that'd floating. be cool you get what i'm saying you like, might really be like the first man on mars if we let you float that far out yeah you see what i'm saying would you be frozen that's why you my nigga you feel my vision yeah you i feel, feel your vision, vision. kind of you know what it hey, is you got that life insurance ah i ain't got none <laughs> niggas, <laughs> man niggas man <laughs> all right who's about to dive into this headline news man uh speaking of fun master flex uh, so this week, Fun Master Flesh interviewed Nicki Minaj, and we didn't cover this last week. Nicki Minaj album Queen dropped last week, and the reason why we didn't cover it because neither one of us listened to Nicki Minaj's album. I damn sure don't. I didn't listen to that shit. I did listen to the first couple tracks, but I just give because, you props for even like pressing. But play. I'm not really a Nicki fan, man. I Nicki, never really was. I liked her when Young Money was big, but only because I like Young Money. I mean, you get props for pressing play. Like I'm not even pressing play. I'm not searching. I'm not pressing play. Like I'm good. Like I can hear you on the radio. Man. Yeah. From what I hear on the radio, like you're good. Like I didn't, like people. Don't get me wrong. I didn't press play on Cardi B's album. I still haven't. Like she got her tracks that I like, but I just don't. It's certain female rappers I rock with, and she's they, those two are not one of them. I'm a big Rhapsody and uh, Dreezy. Like I like Dreezy. Yeah, Nicki and Cardi real girl. commercial. But I yeah. fuck, I fuck with Cardi though. I mean, I fuck with for Cardi. Re- don't get me other wrong. reasons. I don't, don't know if it's because of her raps. No, no, no. It's probably yeah, a lot. Most people fuck with Cardi because of personality. Yeah. Personality is like yo, yeah. I mean, I, I feel like I had a I'm friend. I'm clicking drop on Cardi album. before I click on Nicki, and I feel you on that. It feels like my friend dropped the album. Yeah, when I listened to Cardi, but Cardi's album was good. I heard it front to cover. It was good. All I needed was one listen, cause I can't really rock with Bick and Head with me and my niggas. Like, what yeah. the fuck we look like? <laughs> yeah, it's and exactly. It's not for us. So therefore, I'm not like really rocking out the Cardi. I think the only song the intro was dope. You know what I'm saying? We're going to pull away from that. So. All right, Dan. See you, Cardi. <laughs> but uh, I'm going to pull away from that. I like Cardi. Big shout out, Cardi. Um, Nikki was in the interview just like really like divulging information, but <laughs> trying she, to get attention, man. She gave us some funny shit to recap. She came, Let me hear what we got. She came at her ex, uh, Safari. Scaff Beasy. BD. Do you get big dick vibes from Safari, Nick? 
<laughs> I know. I, I seen yeah. that nigga dick for the first time last night. I was like, yo, what the fuck happened? But now I found out that nigga got that fake hair. I'm like, maybe that dick fake too, man. So. It might be shit. Let me find out niggas getting dick implants. I'm not even gonna lie. I, didn't I wait for my taxes next year. It's over. I didn't. <laughs> Walking around, I'm going to the beach with a thong, bikini on, <laughs> a speedo. Safari dick wasn't that impressive to me, but whatever. Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. We gonna- <laughs> Fucking out here talking about dick on the kicking shit podcast. Yo, we, we talk about it. We like this. Just no. There's no. <laughs> this is how we starting. Yeah, this is how we start. Anyway, so Nikki was just saying how the nigga <laughs> cheated on her. Matter of fact, I wanted to play these clips. From yeah, the yeah. Okay, go ahead. Mm-hmm. I came to New York to get my clothes. Mm-hmm. He asked me to take him with me. How dare you bite the hand that feeds you? Mm-hmm. He had a job in Atlanta for one day. He came back home and said he doesn't want to do that job. I said, don't worry. I had $1,000 in my bank-, bank account. I said, don't worry. I'll figure out a way to get our before rent paid. Before album deals, before everything. Before everything. We had no couch. We had no bed. We had Our mattress was on the, was on the uh, uh, carpet. Mm-hmm. Instead of going out there and working... He decided he didn't want to work. And I said, it's okay. I'll figure it out. I'll book a show. I know. Love. Yeah. Love. This is love So, so if it. anything, he should just be thanking God that he now has an opportunity to make uh, to make money and to make a way for himself. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't have had this opportunity had I not pushed my pen. He told me to stop trying to pursue rap. He told me that I was living in a fantasy world and it would never happen. Mm. Him, his he mother, and his stuff. sister called me a lazy bitch because I was pursuing my rap career. All right, it did, it did stop there. It did stop Damn. There. We got more clips. Does anybody know? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Play that. Everybody on the inside of the industry knows that I write my lyrics and knows that I that I put so much um, weight on women writing. Find and your words, one sis. person <laughs> to do something like this to me out of sheer weakness and passive aggression and just hatefulness. And vindictiveness. I don't because you because you got caught shitting on a person that was taking care of you for years and years. Because you got caught shitting on a person who was taking care of you uh-huh. while you were paying for prostitutes and doing all types and stealing their credit cards and doing all types of dumbass shit. Um, hold up. <laughs> What did Safari do to deserve this? Is my first question. So I'm just like, what did he say to trigger her? I don't know. Like, so anyway, before we even get there, uh, so he responded to these claims, and he was like, <clears throat> excuse me. So he was like, um, let's see, is this the first? Yeah, okay. So he was like, unless I really can't still, I cannot let the mention of someone else's name get me that riled up. That looks like someone who either still cares or just holding on to a lot of hate towards someone. Mm-hmm. How many times have I said I never wrote your raps? Nobody even talks about that anymore. Mm-hmm. He went on to say, you hold on to everything. Your problem with DJ Self is because me and him are so cool and nothing else. You have a problem with Mona Scott because you put me on the show. Let all that ish go. And now I stole your card? The one you gave me, the pen. Hold on. This is what it says exactly. The one you gave me, he pinned for and had me doing ish with. 
I think he meant the, but maybe he ran out of characters. <laughs> and then the next one. Oh, shit. They we re- know each other inside and out. Everything was there for us. I didn't even use your car for prostitutes, but didn't say he didn't buy prostitutes. We <laughs> both didn't trust each other. <laughs> you did shit. I did shit. You said you were messing with me a few years before y'all got together. I'm not mad at that. Towards the end, it got toxic. And I <laughs> and I just packed up and left. I did things for spite, and so did you. I don't wish you no bad, and I don't wish us back together, just like I'm sure you don't. I don't need you, or you don't need me. But we will always be linked in the public, no matter what. Remember that night you cut me? <laughs> this shit crazy. And I almost died? The police and ambulance had to take me out of the crib on a stretcher and I had to lie and tell them I was trying to kill myself so they wouldn't take you to jail when things like that started happening more than once it's time to dip. Uh. Nikki responded by, you stole my card and told me you thought it was an account with quote, air quote, these are quotations, free money. That I didn't even know about. <laughs> oh, God. God will strike you down and more for lying. Ha. Stop saying you packed and left on Jesus. Ha. You came, <laughs> you came to my crib crying and begging to go with me to Europe to the EMAs. I said no, dummy. Like, yo. Whoa. Hold on. I think shit got messier. Hold on. <laughs> messier than that? I think shit got messier. That shit needs some Mr. Clean. <laughs> Oh yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why did they just call each other? I don't know, man. <laughs> like I don't understand celebrities. I don't understand these niggas. Like, yo, okay. <clears throat> then she kept saying, "I don't know who Sharika is." Hold up, Sharika and I had a bet that soon as you knew Meek was about to come home. Oh shit! I gotta. Uh, uh, damn, they fucked my shit up. I got one of those, uh, what you call this? But anyway, as soon as you knew that me was about to come home, you crawl back. Oh, shit. And you did. Came to my house crying. Joyce was there. And my whole glam sky was there. Left who? You getting aired out on Queen Radio 2 on Thursday. Apologize and shut the fuck up. Oh, wow. Hold on. And it's some more, but this shit is spam like a motherfucker. So I can't scroll. What's your shade room? Nah, this is like hip-hop news. Niggas bullshit, man. But anyway, I was just like, yo, this is entertaining as fuck. Because she eventually called out this nigga's hairline. Yeah. <laughs> that was the main event of the evening. <laughs> and All I'm that gonna, other shit was the undercard. Okay. <laughs> was, that was the main event of the evening. Oh, I'm going to get to that, yo. I'm going to get to that. You think these niggas going to stop me from getting to that? Boom. You know how we do screenshot, baby? Uh. <laughs> Yeah, man. That shit and then was she was event. like, I should have never paid for that goddamn hairline. It fell back out because God don't like ugly. You used me, <laughs> but God had other plans. Oh, my God. Tiger man. shit ain't fall out. Y'all went to the same doctor. Yours fell out because God don't like ugly. See, I was man, like, I hate when women get too mad, man, because they, they cut you deep, bro. No matter how famous, that. how much money you got, they you cut you that. deep. Yo, they got your secret. She couldn't, she, but hey, shout out to my nigga because she couldn't use the small dick line on him. Nah, that's like little ass dick. dick. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> like say that shit. Shout out to that nigga for that one. That's the, that's the go to. <laughs> 
That is the go-to. Oh man, man. but uh, you think we get the lights on, man? I'm getting a little bit uh tired. Yo, this nigga old as fuck. <laughs> Every time we do this goddamn show, he start yawning and shit. It's eight o'clock, mind you. We used to do this show at twelve o'clock. Oh yeah, Sunday morning. That's when I was at my worst. I think we did the latest we did the show was like two. I was working hard, man. Out here with my father working on houses. If y'all need a rental, uh, off on the west side. That's give not, me a call. Let's say that's not straight away from this hairline business. Oh, yeah. Dude. Let's get back to the hairline. Are you trying to find out who this doctor is? <laughs> Maybe, because my shit receding a little bit. And I can't be Johnny with the good hair with my shit receding. You most definitely can't. You yeah, most definitely can't. I'll yo. be Johnny with the baldy. <laughs> but, yeah, man. Yo, and then my nigga Safari got the deal for the hairline shit, man. So, yo. Um, Nick, Nikki's album is garbage, and I think she's just trying to, like... <laughs> I think she like she trying to sell, she trying to move units. I get it. Mixed reviews on the album. I think it's uh I didn't like it, but some people like it. Some people um will live by it. But I don't know. I felt like she was reaching to sell these records. She's going. I ain't never yes. seen. Nikki. I've seen her do interviews before, but big artists don't do interviews. Jay Z. I ain't never seen Jay Z promote no shit with interviews. And if he do do an interview, it's like like he did David David Letterman. Letterman. Yeah. That was after full full. Rihanna. Uh, if they do interviews, they do big shit like Letterman or rap, rap Radar. Yeah, Oprah. Rihanna don't do no shit like this. Let me think. Who else on Nicki level? Uh, Drake don't do no shit like this. Kendrick don't do no interviews. Yeah, man. It's like she was. She knew she wasn't relevant. She knew Cardi took the crown. And at this point, it's like, how do I move the same units Cardi did? Yeah. And then you coming at Cardi on the album. She don't need to. Nicki got enough fans that she exactly. can survive. Just make an album and go. The problem with her, what I'm thinking is, she upset because she can't gain new fans. Oh, her yeah. Her fans are her fans now. I don't think she's going to have a, a, a... I don't think it's not going... It's going It's not going to be easy for her to get new fans. No, no, no. It's not. Cardi got starting to build her fan base, and she on that level where she can gain new fans, but... Nick, the barbs are the barbs right now. That roster full. Yeah, I agree with you. I do agree with you, man. Like, she was reaching, man, and she she's been reaching. She's been reaching since she dropped Barbie. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Not Barbie. What was that? China doll. Uh, I think she's been reaching ever since the Cardi album release. Oh yeah, she, that exact uh, same. Lee. Yeah, exact same week she dropped those singles. Like she's been reaching. She knew it. She felt like her shit was fading. I felt like like. If she would have just left it alone and just did her own thing, then yeah. it would have been all right. Yeah, she was trying to but throw she, herself back in the spotlight. She wanted to really be the head bitch in charge right now. Like, yeah, Cardi got that title. I remember right when now. um the motorsport shit came out and they made I don't know if you heard about oh, it. They yeah, made her change her verse. Yeah, because uh, I think she said if uh if uh, she said she was Nick Lombardi or some shit like that. Why she had to change it? Because they didn't want because uh, she was basically saying that she was one step above Cardi. Like if Cardi the quarterback, she the coach. Oh, so they wow. wanted her to change that. <laughs> so she was upset about that. And people were saying that um, she called Quavo. Quavo was like, if you was my girl, I'll stand up for you. <laughs> Shout out Migos. Yeah, she told, she wanted Migos. Quavo to go out in public and say that that wasn't her idea. Uh, but Quavo was like, nah, I can't do that. If you was my girl, I'll reconsider it, though. <laughs> Quavo, Quavo tried to hit on the low. Yeah. <laughs> But um, yeah, oh, I mean, man. I mean, Nikki, man, she a little bit too extra, but that's her personality too. She's just an extra person. Exactly, I agree. I agree. Um, also this week, in you think the box fire or trash though? Before we get off this, who Nikki? Yeah. Oh damn. Damn. Like if when I look at the body, 
I think the body, I think she might be lazy in the sack. I when do I too. think about the personality, she crazy as hell. And that's usually a good sign that, that she can the, fuck. Yeah, that the, the vagina fire. I think her and Cardi both got fire vaginas. And oh, that's I know. What, the battle of oh, the fire Anytime pussy. you knock a girl up, she got some good pussy. Mm, that, but Nikki ain't been knocked up. We don't know. She might have had a couple of abortions. Okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. You right. You right. You right. You right. <laughs> and you not sending no. You not sending no dick picture to the girl with the whack pussy anyway. Nah. Cause like. Oh no. Some niggas send a dick pic on, on the first text. They like here you go. Uh, Let me know right. what you about to get into. Oh, but this safari though. Like they've been together for yeah. a minute. Like ah damn. This is a tough one. Maybe Nikki has the mediocre box. Maybe. Like it's that box. Maybe she had the good pussy back in the day before she got the body. This is a tough one, man. I don't even know how to go about answering this. Does Nikki have to? I'm, I'm going to stick with the mediocre. All right, it's mediocre. All right. Like, uh, it's all right. I, I, think, I think it's probably straight, though. I think you get in and you're like, it's all right. She probably don't suck no wee-wee, though. Why did I say wee-wee? I said I was going to stop saying wee-wee. She probably doesn't give um, head. <laughs> <laughs> and Tiana Taylor pulled from the later that night tour with Jeremiah, man. Damn. Um, she states that she was being mistreated on tour, and because of that, um, because of her, the tour had been successful thus far. So she felt to to stay would be to help improve his pockets and not hers. And so she went to IG. She actually did an IG live to explain why she was leaving. And then um, that shit actually got sticky too. Yeah. <laughs> Jer- so. Jeremiah said he was unbothered. I bet he is going to be unbothered the next show. Ain't nobody there. <laughs> I ain't checking to go see no. I wouldn't mean I wouldn't go see Tiana. I'm Taylor, not going to see Jeremiah. But I'm not going to see Tiana either. I feel you. On I don't that. even listen to her music. I don't even know one Tiana Taylor song. Okay, now you need to listen to her albums. Mm. I I will tell you, her albums are fire. She rap or sing? Uh, she sings, mm. but the albums are great. And I wanted to play. I wanted to play this because this shit was. Fire. I remember she's on Super Sweet Sixteen. Damn, really? Yeah, for real. Through her a party. I didn't get to know her until I heard Seven. The singer? But she went to Twitter to say she have, um, I've been extremely mistreated on this tour. So on that note, I would no longer continue staying on the Later That Night tour. Because if I do, I'm going to end up knocking this nigga out. I'm sorry to all who have purchased tickets (laughs) to see me. I will make sure everyone gets refunded. Heart emoji. And then she at Jeremiah, lazy, sneaky, jealous, Conniving, selfish, lame ass nigga. Will ever try to play me Petunia? They Damn, c- call that nigga Petunia. They come to see me. They come to see me. Then eighty percent of the room leave after my set. After my ass, <laughs> I work my ass off every city, every night. You've done nothing this whole tour but act like a diva in your princess chair. I was like, yo, what the hell? I would think, I would think she was the headliner, but he was the headliner, huh? Yeah, he was a headliner, man, and he responded by posting a video of Little Duval and living his best life. And it said hashtag KTSC. <laughs> and I watched that shit. And I was like, oh, wow. Keep that same energy. That's the name of her album. Oh. And so <laughs> Tiana Taylor was pretty much like, you don't want no smoke. Like in the comments of that, that post on IG, yeah. she was like, you don't want no smoke. And then Iman Shumper came through with the send all threats my way. Oh uh, shit, Iman! And then she later on announced that she'll be going on a tour with her and our girl Danny Lee, hey, little baby. Up, you know what I'm saying? 
So uh, they're going to be Dominican going Dominican goddess Oh yes Anyway they're going to be going up to uh, Keep that same energy on Al 7 Is the name of the tour And Danny Lee will be opening If they actually come here I'm going to see Danny Lee That's what's up man Danny Lee's EP was that good Go see the undercard I feel you I'm going to see Danny Lee I like Tiana Taylor uh, If she does some joints for chat This is your homework This week you need to listen to chapter 7 Okay Of Tiana Taylor That's the new shit she dropped That's her old shit Oh okay Listen to the old shit first Alright Tell me what you think about it Yes sir Because that joint was good I'm gonna take my notes You know I be having them notes bruh I need you to take notes on that Tell take co- my notes When we come back Tuesday I need to know how, what you think about it Alright I got you I got you Alright And uh In other news I, I want to do a follow up The Claremont Twins Remember I told you about the Claremont oh, Twins Oh yeah So they actually got indicted on those charges And they face up the uh, Well the, the one twin She faces up to 42 years in prison If God. she's convicted She faces up to 20 years for wire fraud She's facing up to 15 years maximum sentence for accessing device fraud and two to seven years for aggravated identity theft. Damn. So I was just like, yo, I, I was just wanted to follow up because we did a report on that a couple episodes back, man. I was wondering if she was ever going to get taken, but she's still out. She's still free. She's still posting up on Instagram with her sister. She's still fine as hell. Really? That bitch don't That's care. That's slutty as hell. Uh, but uh, <laughs> nah, it looks like she don't, man. She don't care. But uh, I just wanted to... Update that 47 years for somebody to look like that. That's a hard time, bro. Hell I, yeah. I wouldn't mind saying, like, after she do them first. They five. could probably do a Orange is a New Black reality show with her in it. Then. Yeah, that she's a, like, reality in Orange is a New Black. Like, yeah. Crazy. Um, also in headline news, we have a Colorado man, Chris Watts. Damn. Um, murdered his wife, his pregnant wife, and their two children. And this story was crazy. You know um, they're from North Carolina, right? Is that why he had the Chapel Hill shirt? Yeah, on? they originally from North Carolina. Did you not? Were you not spooked out by his the interview he did? Yeah, yeah. But once you, I don't know, man, you gotta get into the mind of somebody who just murdered some murdered his family because he was like he didn't seem too sad. He was like stuttering over his words. He was kind of like laughing. Yeah, right? he was smiling. He I was just, fucked up, dude. How could I, you sleep with yourself, my dude? I wonder. You're right. I agree with you. We're going to dive into it. I just wanted to read a background for anybody who don't know. Uh, so, Chris and Shannon Watts detailed their life on social media, and I'm reading from CNN.com. They share photos on beach vacations to San Diego with screen grabs of lovely, devote text messages that gushed about their daughters, Bella and Celeste, and posted photos of the little girl's gap tooth grins and funny dances. Happy Husband Appreciation Day. I couldn't imagine a better man for us, Shannon Watts wrote on that next photo in April. You spoil us with love and attention, and you put up with three impatient, demanding women in the house, she continued. You work so hard every day to provide for us. I love you so much. Four months after Shannon Watts posted that photo, her husband sits in a Colorado jail, suspected of killing her along with Bella, who was four, and Celeste, who was three. The mother who was pregnant and the daughters vanished Monday from their suburban Denver home. Their bodies were found Thursday at the site of a petroleum company where Chris Watts once worked. Authorities said Chris Watts, 33, was arrested. 33, I'm 33. Arrested in connection with their deaths, but has not been formally charged. He's next due in court Tuesdays. Authorities have not suggested a motive in the killing. I heard this shit and I was like, yo, this bastard is sick. Really, man, he killed his <laughs> wife and his kids. All because he—I mean, from what I was reading, I guess they had like some debt issues. 
And uh, I guess they was already going through some shit to, as, as a couple. And she told her she was pregnant. And that motherfucker flipped out. He knew he couldn't afford another kid. So is that what they argued about? I think they was already having issues. So it's like, damn, we over here having issues. And we broke as hell. And you talking about you pregnant. Wow. But, I mean, partly, man, sometimes you got to pull out, though. On the, I mean, you know, <laughs> ain't trying to be funny about it. But, I mean, that's his fault, too. It takes two to make a baby. You can't be mad at your wife. I know you right. You can't be mad at your wife. You you kind of got to be mad at yourself. But oh man, to murder your whole family, man, yeah, didn't get tough. up on the news. Like I didn't see any remorse in him. You know, it was like I just wanted to come home. <laughs> yeah, know? yeah. He's like, yeah. If they're out there, if I just they're out there, just just come home. Yeah, I hope they're just, safe. Just come home. Take that. Take that. Yeah, you knew where they was at, dude. You wilding for respect. Um, I read one story. They gonna butt plug like, them in jail. The kids were like buried in petroleum, like oils. Yeah, yeah, when he put something them. in there uh, so they can try to like sink down in a little reservoir. He dropped them in. Wow, that's crazy. Are you said he real? strangled him to death too. Whoa, this nigga's sick as fuck. Yeah, he strangled him to death. You know what I was thinking about? Why we talking about sick bastards? If you like, I be watching Power now. I realized like Ghost and that motherfucker Kanan and fucking Tommy, they sick as shit. He's not even killing people. Oh yeah Like something's not right Who the fuck wants to be Killing like, the shit out of people Like I couldn't trust them bastards like, I don't live that were, lifestyle though. Yo that is banana- you know, I don't give a fuck Like just because you sell drugs Don't mean you ain't a sick Psychopathic bastard yeah. For killing people Like when Ghost killed that nigga in prison The security guard Yeah man he was I thought that shit was sick. a dream He fucked that nigga all, all the way, way up. up Man So it's like this nigga here Chris like Killing his family Like you a sick fuck And then you get on news Act like you didn't. I'm like, wow. Yeah, niggas wilding for respect. All right, honestly, bro, just do what regular niggas do, man. They just run, bro. Like, yo, you pregnant? And just leave the next day. Leave a letter on the counter. Like, hey, um, went to the store. Yeah. Don't come back. That's true. If you want them out your life. Yeah, if you want them out your life, that would have been the easy way. But hey, we just two niggas from Charlotte, man. We don't know any better. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) I definitely don't know no better. We just know not to kill people. But anyway, I I ain't made for jail. I'm not either, man. I'm not either. I be hearing like my friends and shit that then went to jail, and I be talking to them. I'm like, yo, y'all make that shit sound like y'all, you know, could survive. I know I wouldn't survive. I know it can't be like that. Nah, that's jail though. We talking like prison. Like this nigga going to prison, doing a hard time with murderers and rapists. Yeah, like bro, you're getting fucked. Yeah, well, I don't know. Chris a big dude. He might survive like the first thing. Nah, weeks. they gonna fuck that nigga up. Especially <laughs> they found out he killed some kids. Yeah, he kids. killed some kids. Yeah, they gonna get him. Yeah, it's over they for you because they they wish they get home to their families. Yeah, yeah. Ah man, yo, uh, that was a sad story. I just wanted to share that with y'all. And uh, in in this week's edition of White People and uh, Cop Calls, um, oh, I, I, I thought it would slow down because last week we didn't have one. But this week in Wisconsin, and I can't pronounce this nigga's first name, Cavante. Cavante Sang. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Casey Cavante <laughs> Davis, um, who is in connections, uh, who is a corrections officer, went to his car to pay the meter. And when he was having trouble to get in his driver's side, he had to go around to his passenger side. So I guess he was jiggling the keys, some shit. White lady across the street seen him, called the police. (laughs) (laughs) So Mr. Davis took a video of her, but he didn't go like hard with it. He did post it to his Facebook. It got 40,000 views. Um, And I'm guessing Becky figured out she was being racist at the last minute. And she kind of like dipped before the police got there. And so he waited till police got there so he could clear his name. 
And uh, he didn't want to post the video, but his friend suggested, like, hey, you should post it. And so he did, but, you know, all in all, he said he normally not don't pull a West car, but he just thought it was crazy that, you know, he was just trying to get in his car, pay his meter. Yeah. And here you are, you got some nosy white person calling the, uh, the cops on you. I don't know if y'all remember this white people, for any white people who listen, if you are listening. Um, if you if you happen to see some black people and you feel like you want to call the cops, you know, I gave you five tips. So always remember this. Um, I'll, first of all, t- take a couple deep breaths when you see black people. All right, so if you see some black people and you feel like you need to call the cops, just take a breath. Calm your nerve a little bit. Calm down a little second, all right? Secondly, what I, what you need to do is, is ask yourself, like, what are you really angry about? So just ask yourself, like, hey, man, what, what am I really mad about here? You know, just take that minute, ask yourself that. And then while you're doing that, also remember that you're no saint. Like, you, 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 you fuck up, too. You fuck up too, so just, you know, take that second and, you know, while you taking a deep breath and while you trying to figure out what you really angry about, you know, just remember that you're no safe. And then take an implicit bias test. Yeah, just take an implicit bias test. And then once you're done with that, order a book that deconstructs racism in America. Wait for it to be delivered. Read it all the way through. And then ask yourself again if you should call the cops. And if that's the conclusion you come to And you're still able to do it at that moment Call the cops on those black people Because, you know, it's probably warranted But anyway, man, I just thought that shit was, you know Very well said, my friend uh, Thank you, no problem um, that, that was just our weekly Becky calling the cops on Very color true. folks I got a side story Oh, go ahead Kind of related So, uh, this week, uh, I had a client come in Oh, shit he is, his, his door got kicked in And, uh What color is your client? He's a white man Oh shit! And he was telling me the story, and I was like, "Let me see where this nigga live." So I looked up his house, and he stayed in like one of these gentrified neighborhoods. So I'm like, "Man, you kind of brought." I'm thinking in my head, "You brought this shit on yourself. You moved into these black people neighborhood. <laughs> this what happened every day in that neighborhood. <laughs> so you you got to deal with it." But uh, I was, I'm thinking about that. I'm like, "Man, white people should be expecting to get robbed if they moving into these black neighborhoods, taking their shit." Now, I, it's like they don't expect it. Yeah, it's like. My neighbor's Becky. My other neighbor's Tom. Like, we're good. Yeah. I know there's some black people that stay across the street that look yeah. sketchy, but we'll be all right. Yeah, they'll be out of here in a few years when the taxes raise. Like, nigga, so what? They plotting on your ass. They seen yeah. that big-ass TV you bought in. The nigga you not got, had the nerve not to have a security system either. He's like, I have CPI now. They're out there today. I'm like, too little, too late. <laughs> but white people don't have security. I've been in it white people's so homes because of jobs I have. I've been in white people's homes. White people do this. They get the CPI thing out in their yard, but they don't have a fucking security system. <laughs> I had that shit in my old crib. I had two security uh, signs out that bitch. <laughs> it's a deterrent. <laughs> it definitely is a deterrent, but they do that shit. I remember working at, uh, I remember working at uh, AT&T. It was like, it was like we had, it's a certain way you install equipment when people have security, and you'd be shocked. I've only had, I, when I was doing that, only one, one of our customers had security. And I went in white homes out here in Mallet Creek. I went in white homes in Huntersville. Like, I went in the, the nicest of homes. I went in black homes, in black neighborhoods. A lot of people don't have security. So it was just weird to me. You know what I'm saying? I would go in. A lot of people have signs. But it's a certain way that they have to do the install. And so where I do my install at is where I would see the other security systems if that shit was installed there. Not to understand it wasn't. Damn, people really not putting that security in their career. Nah, they don't. They don't. Not at all. <laughs> um... But yeah, man, so uh shout out to Becky, man. Quit calling the police on people, man. Um 
Now we got Conor, McGe- Conor McGregor. He's coming back to the ring. Oh yeah, man. Conor McGregor coming back to the UFC. Okay. He been out for. Oh, uh, he's fighting your man's. He fighting uh Khabib Nurmagomedov. Oh no, that's Brock Lesnar. Oh yeah, Brock Lesnar fighting Cormier. But yeah, Conor okay. McGregor coming back. It's gonna be the biggest fight in UFC history, man. It's gonna be um. Pretty much, they got a like Connors from Ireland, and they got a big following. They they come and they tear the city up. Khabib's from Russia. He got a big following. They gonna come tear the city up, and they probably gonna be fighting each other in the streets of Las Vegas the whole week. The Irish and the Russian fans, but uh, both of them set to make a lot of money. The most money any UFC fighter has made for a UFC fight. They say Connor might make close to twenty million. God damn. Uh, Khabib maybe around ten. That's and that's the big payday. Boxing, you know, boxers used to get in big paydays, but that's a big payday for uh, UFC. And so the last arts. couple of fights we've seen, how much did they make? Mm, let's see. Cormier probably made a million for that fight we saw when we went to um, Twin Peaks. But, uh-huh. yeah, people don't really get paid that much in the UFC. And that's why they're they trying to start a fighters union. But the UFC so big right now, they don't sell the fighters. They sell the brand. Oh. Yeah, so that's going to blow up eventually. They're trying to start a union with that shit. I hope they get it, man. Yeah, because they're making all this money and shit. But, and then they got to, like, they took away their endorsements. They signed the Reebok deal, so now they can't get their own personal endorsements. They have to wear Reebok, and Reebok don't pay them shit. Reebok pay them, like, 5000 a fight. What about somebody like Connor? So he's going to have to wear Reebok? Yeah, Connor wears Reebok, but he signed with Reebok. He signed with Reebok, too, so he get a real check from Reebok. So I think he might be just part of the like the whole UFC thing. Like yeah, Connor's his own man. He run he the UFC they bend at Connor because he basically is their money maker. He can gotcha. say what he want, do what he want. So could he go out and get his own sponsor? Yeah, he probably, he he got his own sponsors, but uh, he signed with Reebok as a sponsor. So his Reebok deal is with Reebok, not with the UFC's Reebok deal. Gotcha, gotcha. So he actually get paid for wearing it. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Twenty that's million dollars. Yeah, bro. To go out here and scrap. Mm. I wouldn't. They better than me. I'm not. I'm you not wouldn't scared. fight for twenty. Well, thing is, you gotta work your way up to twenty minutes. It's probably what times. I'm like being hit. They getting a check for a thousand. Like I don't like being hit. I mean, I, if I might go, like it wouldn't be worth it. Like I've had a few dreams of me being a, like a professional fighter, and I uh, can see that. I can't do that shit. <laughs> like I had like actual dreams in my head. I'm not fighting. fighting. I'm gonna let them hit me and fall. <laughs> And I'm going to be out. And then, like, when they go to pound my face, I'm going to just block it so they don't fuck my face up. And then do I still get my 10 million? Oh, yeah. You still get paid. Cool. Then to lose. I, I guess I would take it. Like, but I you got to get to that level, though. You got you to get your ass, fit, quit, uh, ass kicked a few times in the amateurs, <laughs> bro. Damn, damn. Yeah, it might not be worth it, <laughs> I'm man. not making it Stick money. to the microphone, bro. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to stick to this, man. But, um, yeah, that's a big UFC fight, man. So, I think it's October 9th. October 9th? Or the 7th. That's your birthday? That's your birthday? Should we say happy birthday now or on that day? Cool. I hope it's not Saturday. Is that a Saturday? Yeah, it's a Saturday. They're always on a Saturday. It's a Tuesday? October 8th. October 8th is the fight. Oh, no. I'm sorry. October 6th. Here we go. I'm on the wrong month. My bad. <laughs> October right, 6th cool. is the fight. Cool. cool. Um, we got to record early that day. Oh, I'm with it. <laughs> Have you seen the man child of Zion Williams? Oh man, Zion, man, that nigga's a beast, bro. That nigga's 6'6", 285 pounds. Yeah, nigga's a blessing. If he if we was back uh, in slavery, he'd be uh <laughs> he'd be worth some fucking money. I tell you that. <laughs> um, we're not in slavery, but he is worth some fucking money. Uh, yeah, man. Six six two hundred. Why is he not playing football? <laughs> Who knows? They said the same shit about LeBron. Like this nigga should be playing tight no. end. LeBron is six. Yeah, LeBron eight, wasn't that big. Two fifty. 
This nigga's huge. 6'8", 250 is slim. He gonna have to slim up, though. That shit gonna fuck up his knees eventually. He I got don't that, know, bro. He got that young bone. He got that we young bone. We looked at his body last night, and we were just kind of like, yo, he kind of slotted. He's solid up and down. Yeah. And I was checking for a gut. He ain't got no gut. Oh, nah, he don't. That nigga's, that's a muscle. That's a muscle. <laughs> his whole body of muscle. That's a must. Did you not see this nigga doing LeBron James dunks? Yeah, man. And then he got his, his partner is with um, handles. RJ Barrett. That's the other guy on the team. The other freshman. No one dude. cares. <laughs> when you see a fucking elephant jump from the free throw line, nigga, no one cares about the oh, little skinny ass six six nigga that plays with you. <laughs> Nobody cares. That nigga can jump. You're right. That nigga can I've dunk. been hearing shit about Zion Williamson for like the past couple of years, and then to see this motherfucker jump from the free throw line and do this. Yo! Yeah, he be yamming. What the fuck? What they did, be trying to break the rim. What did they find this kid? South Carolina. What lab did they make him <laughs> in? The last thing he came from South Carolina was Let's KG. Guess. His dad might have been uh Zimbabwe. Yeah, his dad probably African. His mom might be a track athlete. You don't Mixed know how to make some, these people. Oh my god! Six six. He's Michael Jordan's height, and he's two hundred and. I don't think you realize 285 pounds, dog. Yeah, that's fucking huge. 200. He's 15. Literally, he's four burgers from 300. Yeah. <laughs> you right. You right. What the fuck, man? Hey, man. That is bananas. I wish him the best. I think you have to slim up a little bit. Dog, I don't right? know. <laughs> this nigga come to the lane. Who going to check him? Not me. That nigga need me. I'm looking at this shit. I'm like, does, does LeBron want with Zion? We'll find out next year. Niggas love LeBron. I want to know. Do y'all? Do you, no, fuck that. Fuck next year. <laughs> hey, niggas. Does LeBron want it with Zion? LeBron ain't scared of nobody, Does LeBron bro. want smoke with Zion? <laughs> he definitely ain't scared of his ass. LeBron compared to Zion is like Muggsy Bogue standing next to Larry fucking Johnson. Oh, my God. I do not think you realize <laughs> how big that boy is. Uh, LeBron big too, though, bro. He is 6'6". Six, six. All LeBron is is taller than that nigga. True. LeBron could you, be big. LeBron I need you to go to, I need you go to 2K, create you a character, make him 6'6", six, six, and put 285 pounds on him. <laughs> then create you a character and, and just like just adjust the height and just see how heavy 285. Like 285, bro. <laughs> I would go to 2K, but Xbox, my fucking shit broke. Oh, yeah, that is right. Fucking Did pussies. they see your thing in the middle? Nah, I hadn't called him yet. Oh, Okay, so I gotta you, call. So it's not Xbox phone. So yeah, just being lazy. <laughs> All right. So, but yeah, man, nigga's huge. Nigga flew through the air like a symphony. Yeah, he fast. He's strong. He powerful. He gonna be a fucking beast. Bro. I would imagine somebody that have these footsteps does this. Oh yeah, he probably flat footed as shit. He probably not though. He probably like light. Think probably that nigga like, agile. I think so. I think that's like. Like I tell people all the time, like I think the amazement with basketball players is that more normally mo- basketball players are tall, true. But most tall people are goofy and clumsy. The things that make our athletes so great is the fact that they have a lot of poise. They're not goofy. They're not clumsy. They're not dopey. They actually can move. They actually got you know they can keep balance. I got tall cousins. Out of all my tall cousins, only one of them is athletic. The other two are like they clunky. Yeah, they trip over their own feet. Damn. That's tall. Well, they do got some big ass feet. That's tall people. You know, tall people. They just it's 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 rare to find somebody who's tall and athletic. And it can is. Move I remember that, I used to height. hoop. Uh, every time we had like a tall person, coaches be like, "Oh shit, I gotta try to get them." But they but they're trash. never the best. They're not yeah. never the best. They, they had they always no trash. fundamentals. They uh, footwork was horrible. 
And I mean, I guess it's a big body. You're just hoping that you get that one guy that's athletic and big. I used to pick the big guy to get the rebounds. Do I don't round of shots, man. See, that's God right there. Did you not hear that thunder? I heard that. That's, okay, like, baby. Let's do another round of shots, man. God was like, nigga. Chill, bruh. Chill, bro. Yeah. <laughs> but, yo, shout out Zion. 285. I'm sorry, man. That shit gassed me. Like, You're the, right, man. It's football players that big. Two, exactly. I'm thinking about uh, Ryan Khalil dunking the basketball. <laughs> hey, you, how tall is Ryan Khalil? Ryan Khalil's probably 285. Probably. Might be bigger. Yeah, that's a big ass. Greg Olson dunking the basketball. Yeah, yeah. No, fuck that. Jonathan Stewart's two something. He's like two fifty five nine. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like that's how big Zion is, but he's just six six. Like he's yeah. a big Khalil, ass six two three hundred, bro. Imagine that, man. Yeah. Who? He two forty five. He five nine though. They lying about that team five nine. That's a lot. That's a lot of fucking weight. He used to get his hair cut at my barbershop. That's a lot of fucking weight on a nigga that's five, five, no, five ten. Frame. That's a lot of weight on a nigga that's six six. <laughs> nigga Shaq was not even three hundred pounds, and he was seven. Yeah, he became three hundred pounds, but he didn't start off that way. Hey, we'll I'm gonna see, get off man. Zion. We'll man. see, man. We we'll see what the future holds. What you think gonna happen when it first meet Zion versus LeBron James? Zion, Zion. Oh, that shit gonna be on TV. Yeah, but what you think gonna happen? LeBron's in the post. Zion, Zion go to the Clippers. <laughs> Well, that's gonna be a rivalry right there. They do young buck. I'm not even gonna lie, man. As long as LA Bron stays LA Bron, I'm always team LA Bron. But low key, I wanna see Zion get up in that man's guts. Yeah, it's gonna happen. Somebody like, got You two eighty five, man. I wanna see you do a lot of shit in the league. And like, you're probably not done growing. <sighs> Niggas nineteen. You mean to tell me you're gonna be six eight, three hundred? Possibly KD put on some height when he got to the league. Let's not talk about that bitch ass nigga on our show. Oh, uh, anyway, uh, the Jalen Ramsey interview, man. Jalen, that nigga's Yo, crazy. So, I like Jalen Ramsey though. I always think we could do something fun with this. All right, let's see. So, uh, what was I, what was I thinking? Um, I gotta go get a text message. I was thinking like, so did they only ask him about quarterbacks? Give me the rundown. Yeah. So, um, the interviewer first asked him about. I think it was Ben Roethlisberger, and then the the answer that he gave surprised the interviewer. So he's like, "So what about this quarterback? What you think? What you think about him? What you think about him?" So uh, he basically said, he, "I think they went through twenty five quarterbacks." He basically said all the quarterbacks was trash. He he gave a few of them props. He said Carson Wentz was a future MVP. Uh, he said that uh, Deshaun Watson was a good quarterback. Um, he said Jared Goff was all right. So he shouted out all the young quarterbacks and then the older quarterbacks. Uh, he said Ben Roethlisberger was overrated. <laughs> he said Joe Flacco was trash, which he is. All right. So He I, said Dak was just okay. So pull up the article real quick. So the, so the article you sent me um, just, just basically saying the Jacksonville Jaguars uh, cornerback, uh, uh, 23-year-old pro boiler thinks about the NFL quarterbacks. Uh, it says Ramsey initiated a discussion by unloading on Buffalo Bills first round of Josh Allen by saying he was trash. And then um, Ramsey said, and it ain't going to show, too, that's a stupid draft pick to me. We played him this year, and I'm excited as hell. I hope he's their starting quarterback. Um, and it looks like that just kind of opened up for all quarterbacks. Yeah. So let's play a game. All right. 
I'm gonna be uh, Jalen Ramsey. You interview me. All right. So we'll start at Joe Flacco. All right. All right so, um, <coughs> so <laughs> you think it's funny that uh, hold on, who was the first guy? <laughs> Joe Flacco. Oh my bad. All right. So reverse action. All right. So you're going up against Joe Flacco this year. How you feel about Joe Flacco as a quarterback? Man, I'm just saying, man. We played him two years in a row. He sucks. All right. Niggas trash, bro. Uh, okay. Um, I like that. What about Aaron Rodgers? He's good, right? Right. Aaron Rodgers is good. Aaron Rodgers is good. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. I fuck with Aaron Rodgers. I fuck with Aaron Rodgers. All right. What about the legend, Tom Brady? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go. Go. Greatest of all time. Greatest of all, all time. All right. All right. What about this uh, quarterback in your division, Marcus Mariota? Mm. I think Mark is good for the team. You know what I'm saying? For them oh. niggas. You know what I'm saying? You feel me? I got you. I got you. What about your uh, former uh, college roommate, Tyrod Taylor? I think Tyrod is actually a better quarterback than he gets credit for. But he, because he, he don't make a lot of mistakes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel you. I like Tyrod. All right. What about the hype train over in San Francisco, Jimmy Garoppolo? I don't know yet. You know, you know what I'm saying? If you know how to work within the scheme, you know what I'm saying? That means you're good, I guess. I mean, I guess you can say good, but, you know, they drop the place for the niggas. I like this kid. Yeah. All right. So we had uh, two young quarterbacks that were MVP candidates last year, but both of their seasons got uh, halted by injury. Oh, I know these niggas. Go ahead. Hit, go ahead. Sean go ahead. Watson and Carson Wentz. How you feel about them? Uh, let see. Watson, he'll probably be league MVP in a couple years. 100 percent you know what i'm saying 100 you feel me it's not even debate about that but him and wentz for every for every year starting now to what five ten years it's probably gonna be them two you know both of them niggas good bro i fuck with them respect respect yeah, there's yeah, another you young quarterback me? out there jared Goff from the rams how you feel oh, about man, him that nigga above average my <laughs> nigga he's hot oh i love it i love it all right another young quarterback dak prescott from the cowboys he good you know yeah he okay you know I mean, he a good old boy, you know what I'm saying? Like, he picked the cotton and shit, and, and, you know what I'm saying? Make sure you keep the field clean, you know what I'm saying? Put toes to the line, boy, you know what I'm saying? Like, he that, oh, he that type of nigga, but he'll be all right. You, you feel me? Yeah. All right, what about the uh, the God-loving Kirk Cousins? Oh, uh, yeah, you know, he, he a winner. You know, he, he wins some games, you know. All right, we got another Bible thumper on the list, Derek Carr. How you feel about him? Oh, I think he's good. Good. You like Derek Carr? Yeah, yeah, shout out Derek Carr, man. Yo, shout out Oakland, baby. You're coming home this weekend, baby. Holler at me, man. I'll be at Club Rush. <laughs> you know what it is. <laughs> All, right. All right. What about uh, two-time Super Bowl winning quarterback Eli Manning? <laughs> <laughs> Can we get him some water? I think he's choking. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I ain't going to say he good. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh Alright uh, What about the stand up guy Russell Wilson The family man Oh man I think he good man He's really a leader man Really a leader I like him I like him Oh alright And uh, you guys went up against this team Last year in the playoffs <laughs> And surprised him with the upset Ben Roethlisberger I mean what you expect man That quarterback decent <laughs> You know what I'm saying All he really do is just Throw the ball up there And what Antonio go get it You know what I'm saying Oh my god I mean we seen an example of that When uh, I think Shit when I was a youngster I used to watch Jake, Jake Dale Home Throw that thing to Steve Smith He used to throw it up Steve go get it You know yeah, what I'm saying Very similar yeah, Very similar You know what I'm saying No good you know What about what your say? teammate Blake Bortles Oh uh, man Blake do what he gotta do bro Straight Okay up. Straight up that's All type, right. That's type nigga Blake here. Stand up guy. Shout out Blake, man. We got a few more quarterbacks. You mind? All right. Go ahead. Yeah, sure. All that's right. Time. Nick Foles from the Philadelphia Eagles. 
I mean, he won the Super Bowl, so I mean, he won them niggas a Super Bowl, so he good enough to do that. You feel me? All right, true. Uh, what about the legend, Drew Brees? I think Drew Brees is really good. You know, even at his age, he's like seventy-five. Yeah, he's actually thirty-nine. But okay, yeah, okay, okay, okay. All right, here goes uh, probably the best quarterback in your division, Andrew Luck from the Indianapolis <laughs> Colts. <laughs> Andrew fucking Luck. Oh man, I don't really think he all that good, man. I picked that nigga off any day, yo. Yo, yo, oh, you got to play him twice this year. Yeah, yeah, that's that's two picks guaranteed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ryan Tannehill from the Miami Dolphins. Yo, I love Miami. Yo, shout out Club Cameo. We're going to be down there this weekend. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to be up in that joint. You know what I'm saying? I got to do me. Uh, but anyway, Ryan, Ryan Tannehill, I don't know too much about him. I haven't heard the greatest stuff about him. You know what I'm saying? But I, I don't know a person, so I can tell you. I don't watch their games either. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't fucking... All right. What about the uh, former MVP Matt Ryan? Oh man, <laughs> nigga. Now you know, like I know, he overrated. Best quarterback in that division is Cam Newton. <clears throat> Very true. And he lost the Super Bowl. I mean, we we ain't gonna go there. Shout out Cam, man. That's my dude. <laughs> All right. Uh, what about Mitchell Trubisky from the Chicago Bears? <laughs> that, that's hey man, come on now. <laughs> All right, we'll move boy. And uh, this guy is. Hadn't played in three seasons, but he's probably one of the biggest names in the NFL right now. Colin Kaepernick. How you feel about him? You know what? He he's way better than some of these second string quarterbacks out here. Hey man, matter of fact, possibly better than some of these first string quarterbacks out here. He's definitely good enough to be in the league, but you know, that's a sad thing. He won't be. You know what I'm saying? So it's very true. Very yeah, true. But anyway, man, hey yo, let me get back to practice, man. Uh, yo, hey yo, y'all follow me on IG, man. Your boy J Ramsey four nine six. We gonna be at the club tonight. You know what I'm saying? J V, what up, Duval County? Yo, what up? <laughs> Holla at me, yo. The Duval gonna be in the building. You know what it is? Oh, we out, shit. baby. Let me, hey, 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 yo, 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 Blake, 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 boo, nigga. Hey, yo, and scene, beautiful man. Yeah, you know how we do. Beautiful man. <laughs> Oh, hey shit. man, he kept it real, man. That's what we want to. Sorry for wasting what ten minutes of y'all life. Yeah, it's all good, but that's <laughs> that's what people want to hear in the interview. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man, they he definitely reality, got that Deion man. Sanders vibe to him. Uh, it's hard to find you a cornerback that's gonna uh, talk shit like that. You got Josh Norman, but Josh Norman made a name for himself. This I love Jalen Ramsey making a name for himself, man. Yeah, got to. He played in a small a small market, so he got to make a name for himself somehow. Yeah, I mean, he got. I mean. It, it, and then plus we at that time of the season it's like we we almost about to start the season but we in preseason he gave he gave the sportscaster something to discuss but I, I mean I appreciate him keeping it real but the one thing about sports when you come out there you get that vocal about how you feel about certain people's performances you definitely got to back it up that's very definitely got to back it up so that's I hope he comes true. out and have a great oh, season oh they're gonna be gunning for him though but oh, he's yeah. gotta prove himself oh yeah make sure they don't throw the ball your way because one thing about Justin Norman he was talking that shit it was not throwing the ball his Heck, way. No, he was shutting down corners. He was shutting them motherfuckers. So it's back. cool. So they do play the Giants this year. So he's going to go up against Odell and Eli. We've they play Andrew Luck twice. Um, what you think Gadell Beckham going to do this year? I mean, Odell. <laughs> That's your boy, man. I love Odell, man. <laughs> don't mean he ain't gay. I mean, just because he's gay don't mean I can't love him. I love Odell. Um, I think I agree with Jalen. I think Eli's time is up. Yeah, it is. If you want to see Odell shine, you got to put somebody around her that's going to put the ball in his hands. I mean, he in the slot. He doing his thing. They're going to kill him, man. 5'11", playing the slot receiver. He quick, but goddamn it, they be throwing that man over the middle. I know they be killing a little man. Yeah. But shout out Odell, man. I hope he come back strong this year, man. It is storming out here, yo. I'm nervous. I'm good, man, because ain't nothing going to stop this. Content True that. True it be. <laughs> All right, man. But, th- I mean, that's a wrap for Headline News, man. Did you have anything else? 
no. <laughs> All right. Um, this week on the forum, man. Um, I kind of wanted to dive into this topic. Um, and if you got a topic you want to dive into, it's cool. This is something I was hearing. I was listening to. Uh, I, so basically, there was a rumblings about uh, it just Elba being James Bond. Yeah. Apparently, that turned out to be false. Um, and I was hearing stories, reading stories, that people were saying, you know, it's time for a black James Bond. Um, I beg to differ. Mm-hmm. I think Dave Chappelle said it best on his show. Sometimes the color thing just makes sense. And he was like, imagine the movie James Bond and James Bond's black. James Bond goes to places and he spies in places where black people often are not. For instance, Ireland. True. So if James Bond was black and he was in Ireland and he was looking for somebody, well, fuck, your cover is blown. That's very true. Population African-American zero. James Bond's arrived. He go up one. Hey, it's a nigger in town. You might want to dip. Yeah, we already know what James Bond looks like. He's a black man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he's there's only one black guy left in this city. Exactly. So it's like, That's okay. true. Okay. I mean, I agree with you on that one, man. Um, I do say that um, let's, let's, let's do another movie. Okay. Let's say James Franco plays Dolomite. Would we care? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The black community would we'd be pissed the fuck off, and that's why. And I agree, <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. I don't think I don't think Idris Elba should be playing. I don't think any black man should play James Bond. There's there there's a there's not a time for a black James Bond. Like James Bond's a white dude. Let's let him be a white dude. Yeah. Like I got upset when I found out Deadshot was really a white guy. Oh really? I felt like like let's just portray the characters as they're written. You know, yeah. there's no reason to take these like because we have black superheroes. You know what I'm saying? There's no reason to change them up. You know what I'm saying? And this character discussion thing even goes down to the fact that like, like I would like characters to be portrayed as they are. Let's not rewrite these things. Um, like white people were mad about the Wild Wild West thing, and Will Smith did that character, and that was really a white guy. You know what I'm saying? Who was upset about that? White people? White people were upset. That was a long time ago. I mean. In that case, I don't know if that character's famous or popular. But we're talking about James Bond here. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's something we don't switch up. I like Batman being black. Yeah, yeah. I don't think we'll ever see a black Batman. Like, I don't care about black man. The Batman Deadshot being black. thing I kind of disagree with. I feel like that character, you can kind of play both. Ah! Uh. But I, I, I do see I guess Batman I was, not being I was, black. I guess because I was riding so hard for Deadshot because he was black. Yeah, and then you found that he, he was a white dude. I was like, well, why did they just let him be white so I can decide whether I like him just for liking him? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But since he was the only black person on that, that, that show, I was like, all right. Yeah. I'm, I'm Sometimes we fight people. a little bit too hard for that race thing. Like, everybody wanted a, a black Spider-Man. Yeah, I don't think there should be a black Spider-Man. Like, I'm fine with regular Spider-Man. I collect the Spider-Man comic books going, I'm fine with that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I thought it was dope that in the Captain America series, they gave Sam Wilson a chance to be Captain America. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I like that, too. I think that's dope. I wonder if they're going to do that in the movies, though. I don't think they will because I don't see the story going that far. But I think something like that is dope. But just to have a black James Bond and just to make that nigga James Bond or just to have a a black Dick Tracy and just to say this is the new Dick Tracy, like... No, I don't mind it staying white. You know, everything don't have to turn. Everything don't have to be black. You know what I'm saying? Or turn black. You know what I'm saying? It, it, 
it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? And we got a lot of lightning thunder going on here, people. Your boy heart beating. <laughs> you scared? Um, Nikki, hit that light for me. What? Like yeah. cut it off? Yeah, it'll help. Oh. I, I know it sounds weird. What you don't want to do in a storm is attract the lightning. We got to hear that shit at man. My mother. Oh, uh, I think it went to Discovery Zone. He was little. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I mean, I've heard some stories. I man. know they used to say don't be on a computer and shit like that. Yeah, but we have no choice. Yeah, we're plugged in. But um, yeah, man. So that was that was my take. I was just like, yo, I understand your gripes. You want the the James Bond character? Da 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 da. Like, I don't care. Honestly, yeah. I only watched one 007 movie anyway. And I'm just appreciative appreciative when y'all throw black characters and shit. You know, you threw Dream Reigns up in Mission Impossible. You had that nigga out in London. Yeah. You know true. what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm cool with that, man. Like, Sometimes we do that because you know the, uh, I think the, uh, what the fuck was that movie? Uh, I think it's called Old Boy. It was like originally a Japanese movie about this guy that had been locked in an apartment for like seven years. And when he got out, he was trying to get the people that locked him up in that apartment. I'm going to have to watch that. Oh, that shit's for official, bruh. Uh, here you go with the movie suggestions. Watch Old Boy. Yo, that's what we're doing, man. We're adding a segment. Jukebox's movie suggestions. The movie minute. Yeah, the movie minute. Because that movie from Netflix. Uh, this is it, how it ends? This is how it ends. That was a good one. Yeah, it was a really that good one. That was movie. a really good Did one. Did you ever watch Pandorum? I'm, I'm got you gotta hit the stick, I'm, bro. I'm, I'm working on it, man. I'm working nah, on it, man. You, you busy dude, man. You a busy. Dude. I'm working on it, man. I'm, I'm definitely while I'm doing some other shit, I'll definitely put it on and get to watching it. Um, but yeah, that was that was me, man. That was my shit for the forum, man. Just everything don't have to be black, man. I'm, I'm cool with certain stuff staying white. You know, I don't have a problem with it. Just don't come fucking with our characters. You know what I'm saying? I feel you. So we can't have a, a white Black Panther. Nah, <laughs> Keanu, nah. Keanu Reeves. I think we Keanu Reeves is Asian, actually. We can't have a white Black Panther. We can't have a white Dolomite. We can, can't have a white undercover brother. Can we do a Rush Hour Four with uh, Jackie we, Chan? We, we can't have Seth a white Rogan. bad boys. <laughs> <laughs> Jackie Chan. We could do that. We could do Jackie Chan, Seth Rogen, because <laughs> Chris Tucker might have retired. You know? Yeah. Nah, Chris Tucker ain't running from that Rush Hour money. Oh no! Nah. I'm surprised he don't want to fuck with that Friday money. I don't think that Friday money as much as we think it is. Ooh, I think, I bet I think if it's they just, do a new one. It I think it's be. just popular amongst black black people. I bet white people will go watch a new Friday. Now white people will go watch a new Friday because they they're late, to, but they're late to the party. They on are Friday. with social media. So now, therefore, yeah, Friday now will blow the blow the up. fuck up. Yeah. Everybody will be posting Friday. Can't <laughs> wait to go see Friday. White people are like, well, let me go check out Friday. Hey, Sally, you want to go see Friday? Yeah, let's go to Burkdale though. <laughs> I, know I definitely don't want to go to North Lake. <laughs> oh man, did you have any juice for the forum, man? Tonight? Nah, I did want to mention, you know, that guy that killed his family. All right. Uh, they said that's debt, Chris Watts. Yeah, they said that. Yeah, Chris Watts. They said that was probably one of the main issues that was like stressing him out. And I'd be thinking about it, man. I'd be looking at like my student loans and shit, and like debt, man. That shit is that shit is a killer, bruh. I don't know about you. You probably not had that much debt. But that that shit stress you out, man. It's like you don't put a hole in it when, it, especially shit like student loans. It's like you never put a hole in them. Uh, you got a mortgage. Yeah, that's the only debt I got. Yeah, I don't put, I don't put a hole in. Yeah, it. you look at that shit. But I like, think Damn. I understood going in that I wouldn't. Yeah, but it's just like that's the way that they set it up. The the like the, our system is set up. You got to buy shit on debt. 
and then they make it hard to pay off. Like right now, interest rates are rising. So if you got a credit card, uh, three, four years ago, your interest rates probably like maybe two or 3% higher than what it was when you got that card. Yeah. And as long as rates keep rising, your interest rates going to still go up. And you always going to be paying. Yeah. I, and, and that's why I'm on And that shit is stressful. Nah, I can imagine, man. I can imagine just because it's just like, I don't stress out about my mortgage because I know it's a 30-year payment. And yeah. I know, I know they map that shit out when they pull you in there with the lawyers and shit. And they show you, like, this is what you're paying. This is your next 30 yeah. years. And they, they, they kind of tell you how it's going to go down. And then they also tell you about how if the economy changes, this could happen, this could happen, this, this, that, and the third. So there's a lot of intangibles that yeah. go into a mortgage. But I do understand making paying this money and not making it a dent. I think... Uh, my path in life has been a little bit different when it comes to uh, uh, debt and having debt. I started my life with um, good credit. I got a phone that I didn't pay and didn't put me in that that uh, status of people who didn't have good credit. Yeah. And so therefore, since I didn't have good credit, I had to cash out a lot of things. So my first car was actually my first time trying to build credit. And I remember paying it off and finding out that I only did like a buy here, pay here, and I didn't build it. Oh, for real? I thought you yeah. got your shit from CarMax. You know, my first car? No, yeah. I bought my first car at a auto sales place in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Shout oh, out to yeah. Trey Um, But that, that car was a lot Damn, so you've been paying on that shit, and that shit wasn't even go, getting reported. Damn, that shit hurt my heart because... But I, it, it, you know how things happen for a reason. I think it was a good thing and a bad thing. Like I didn't have credit, so therefore I went into everything in my life, and I still do it. Besides my home, with the mentality of if I don't have the money to buy it, then I don't need it. Yeah. So like even when it that's came, a great way to be, but some people don't have that. Um, they don't have that discipline. Yeah, you know, and I understand that, and I understand that, and just just when I bought that car, I had to have discipline just to play, make the payments because I didn't have a good job. Like I worked at Harris Teeter, bro. Yeah. And I was. I was I didn't have guaranteed forty hours. You know what I'm saying? I I really only had guaranteed maybe twenty hours. So mm. for me to to make a way to pay off that car and to pay the insurance and to pay off that car was it was very tough. It wasn't easy. Like I remember how I had to budget to save for that car, man. I was getting my car payment was two hundred something dollars a month. On top of the insurance was a hundred, so that's three three hundred some change. I still had to put gas in the car. I remember doing the budget, and this is when I was just working at Harris Teeter. I remember I had just moved. I just just moved out of my daughter's mother crib. It was 2005, maybe, 2006, and I had moved home, and I was working at Harris Teeter, and I was trying. I was I was at that 21, 22 year old age trying to figure out life, and I remember those checks being like two. I needed to make at least two fifty to three hundred dollars, mm-hmm. and I had to cut that check up. I remember having to budget that check. I had to put one something to the side for the car and like 50 to the side for uh, insurance. And then the rest was my fun money. So I had like literally $40 every week to go hang out with my friends. Yeah. So I remember being like, like surviving off of that and like wanting to buy the new Jordans, uh, wanting to be fresh and wanting to go to the club. But really all I had enough money to do was go buy 40s and kick it with the homies. Yeah. Like that was my money right there. That's tough, man. But that's the only way to really survive is to budget and know where your money is supposed to go. But I think also people deal with stress different. You get what I'm saying? Like I was talking to uh, Miss Nikki earlier. I, I don't have a lot of anxiety and stress. And even when my life gets very hard, I don't deal with things in certain ways. I don't I I don't 
I don't I know that can be stressful having those bills, having those kids, having a wife at home that's pregnant and now you're about to be out more money. But was that really the solution? Nah, it definitely wasn't a solution. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I understand how that could cause a divide. I can understand how that could cause arguments in a home. I can I understand how that can cause some nights where you two don't touch each other. You know what I'm saying? Somebody sleeping on the couch, somebody sleeping in the bed. That's all understandable because that's natural. That's how people deal with frustration. That's how people deal with stress. You know what I'm saying? But getting to the point where I find myself considering getting rid of my my family, my loved ones, to uh, 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 make my life easier. That's that's selfish. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, I, I couldn't consider that. And like like we said jokingly, if anything, man, if you felt like it got that tough, just leave. Maybe you blacked out, man. I've heard people do that before. They I know they you're right, and, and, and you're right, and I can't, I can't pin anything on Chris, man. I don't know what Chris. Yeah, is we won't through. know until he, t- if he tells the truth, we'll know. But I, I, uh, this is a racist podcast, and I'm not giving a white man no pass. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right, I'm gonna just stick with the fact he should, he shouldn't have did it. Yeah, and, 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 and I'll be a funny, but I, that's anybody, black, white, purple, green. I, I understand like being stressed. I understand yeah. being. Being fed up I understand I have an answer I understand being mad I understand mental health issues You black out You do something that you regret I understand it from I don't care what color you are I, yeah. I do understand it um, But I don't Me personally Like It's it's not the answer Sometimes Yeah you gotta, It's definitely not You gotta step away But I, I do see what you're saying like, Yeah But back to the, the debt issue I was thinking I'm like damn If you in the middle of America You screwed you better off being poor as shit or being rich as shit. Because think about it. There's no like government assistant programs for the middle class. Middle class, nah. And you can't even get Medicaid. And they even have something like a, a a debt thing to help the middle class people out. Like you can apply for. I'm pretty sure it'd be packed full of people. But why not help out the middle class with stuff like that when we got people that, you know, basically living off the government and they know how to live off the government. They could teach a class on how to live off the government so basically, you in the middle class, you paying taxes. Your taxes going to these people. You don't see. You see what a third of your check. Well, uh, more than a third of your check. You see a third of your, uh, more than a third of your check. About a half of your check, and the other half go to the government. And what the fuck do they do with it? Most of that shit go to these. So well, you got Social Security, but then a lot of that go to like welfare, uh, food stamps, all that bullshit. And if you're rich as shit, you don't care. Because you're rich as shit. Because you got the money to afford what you need. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. I feel like the government should step in with debt. Because I feel like that's a big problem in this country. A lot of a lot of big companies live off debt. But why wouldn't we help out the middle class, the people that's paying into the taxes, paying into the um, us getting new roads. But we just give our money to the, the lower class. And that's, like, that's one thing I agree with the Republicans and Trump and stuff on uh, about like um, – this has to go with I'm all over the place, but this goes with immigration. All right. Uh, about them, uh, you know, because I work at the bank. Okay. I see uh, a lot of people come in, Spanish people mostly. Okay. They have a check for about 12 grand. Mm. They take that check and they split it up among their friends who don't have, who are not here legally. Gotcha. So just imagine if you could pay, if you could work and you got your whole fucking check, bruh. Mm-hmm. None of it with the taxes. Mm-hmm. No, everything was yours. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't life be a lot easier? Life will be a lot, lot easier, but I know, I know that we're always gonna pay taxes. 
Yeah. We're not, we're not getting rid of taxes. We would, but I just feel like the taxes, the people that pay the taxes don't get no benefit from the taxes. But that's America. That's the American government. That's, I feel like that's, I, I, I get what you're saying. And I understand what you're saying. And I, I honestly empathize to the people that you're speaking for. But I also do realize the country that we live in. We live in a country that's about enterprise and it's about innovation. And you're either going to be at this end of the spectrum or you're going to be here. Because the people here make sure the people here stay here and the people here stay here. And when I and when I say that, for people who can't see And that's me, the people in the middle? The people in the middle make sure the people stay high because the people in the middle can afford to make these people money. Mm-hmm. And they also can afford to Make these people stay poor. I think what America does are is is that America enables the poor. Um, when I say enables the poor, I think the poor have so much assistance. I think too they, much. They, I they, think I think they got too much assistance. I think they're very privileged, and I think when you give too much, you start to enable people. And if you start to enable people, then they won't try to do better. Because they don't have to, you're yeah. gonna take care of them. Um, but as far as taxes go, you don't have a choice when it comes to paying taxes. Now, where your money goes when it comes to taxes, me personally, I've never tripped on where my money goes when it comes to taxes because we don't know where our money goes when it comes to taxes. We just know what they tell us our money goes to. We True. have wars we fight. We have a lot of things that we play for in America. I figure out all the money they take from taxes. Maybe poor people get like a penny of my money, maybe a dollar, but I don't think they get that much because most of it's devoted to more important shit. I think that they take enough money from the American public that works that they can afford to take care of the lower cat class and afford to pay stuff for the higher class and still afford to take care of wars and everything else they do. Yeah. I think that's really how that works. So I don't never really focus on where exactly the money is going, and I don't point. The finger at people who work the yeah. system I think Americans are open enterprise I think that we have to take the initiative To get up And, 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 and I, I, My boy Rico said it best man It's like You either gonna be in the upper class Or you gonna continue to get fucked You know what I'm saying Like yeah. you, either, you either gonna grind to make the money you need to make Or you gonna continue to be fucked And I feel like The things that you, you're speaking on right now I also feel like the government and the things that happen in government, and I've said this before, I feel like they don't apply to black people. Because when it comes to black people, even though we're in the middle class, we're so used to getting fucked, we don't care. We're just, we're trying to get ahead, period. Like, we don't care about this nigga, that nigga, these niggas on welfare. Like, we know the game. We from the bottom, and we trying to come up. Mexicans, brown people, those are white people, to me. Those are white people concerns. Oh, what they doing with this? Like, white people on welfare, bro. We're not the majority on welfare. They're the majority on welfare. They'll make you believe that we're a majority on welfare, but we're fucking not. We we, we, we know what it's like to be poor, and we, we work hard in this country. We are the first motherfucking immigrants, so we are the niggas with the jobs, and we're the niggas that's out here working every fucking day to get ahead. I, 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 I don't think that's... I don't think black people even... Like I said... Black people is a disenfranchised people, just like Mexicans and anybody else in this, anybody anybody with color in this country are disenfranchised people. You know what I'm saying? Like we're not the one. Like we would love some assistance. We want assistance. 
you know what I'm saying? Middle class black people, we want some assistance, but are we gonna die without it? Like nigga, we made it this far. Yeah, we gonna survive. We gonna survive. So we not worried about that. That's not really a black man's gripe. Like we talk about it. That's not our gripe. That's white people gripe because they feel like they entitled to it. They feel like that this is our country. Did we bled for this country and we can't Ooh, get the no white people on welfare? That's, they feel like they entitled no, to it. Dude, the middle class white people who are not getting any assistance. They wish they could get some assistance. Shit, I'm with them. I know you with them. <laughs> I know you with them, but at the same time, you're with them. You're not dependent on that assistance. Yeah, you get what I'm saying. Like they're actually waiting for that to come. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I feel like black people go to the the voting booth. I feel like they cast their vote, but they're not waiting for that. They yeah, cast I mean, their we, vote. They we go know to better. Vote. Exactly. They cast their vote, hope for change, and keep working towards getting where they have to go. They keep working in their communities. They keep working to build environments. I feel like white people cast a vote, and they actually sit back and expect somebody to save them. Now, that, that is I, very true. I don't think black people do that. Because, I think you're right, cause because when I vote, I'm like, I still I believe no matter who wins, nothing's going to change for me. So we still, we, we working. Yeah. And, 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 I wish, I hope things would change, but I yeah. just know. And, and and when y'all cast y'all votes, and that's vote. why white people get so um, they get they passionate get, about politics. Exactly, exactly, they do, they do. Because everything you voice, I've heard from white mouths. I've heard it from black mouths, but the same black mouths who said it, these motherfuckers is really making bank. <laughs> so it's like really, we was just having a conversation. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's, and it's crazy, nah. Like my my mother, like my mother's a middle class woman, came from lower class, never got any assistance. She complained about it, but she never once like. Stop doing what she was doing She never once stopped trying to excel I feel like those motherfuckers Get comfortable In middle America And they're looking They're, they're casting these They believe in the system I, I believe black people Try to work in this Believing in the system and working in the system Are two different things Believing in the system If you believe in God You believe God would save you right So I feel like if you believe in something You believe it will save you if you work with something, then I feel like you want it. You, you want it to help you, but I feel like you, you. Hey, I, I want this. I want you. I want to work with this, but I'm not gonna sell my business until you show me what you can do for me. But you got my vote. Or you got my support. Yeah. You know what I'm but I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep my job. I'm gonna keep my farming. I'm gonna keep my business. I'm gonna keep my auto shop. I'm gonna keep my house. I'm gonna keep working to try to get ahead. But you said you're going to do this for me. So show me you're going to do this for me. So here's my vote. I believe on the other hand of that, it's like, well, you know, you said you was going to do that. So here's my vote. I hope you come through on that and I'll just keep being mediocre as fuck. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think, I, and, and you know, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. You know what I'm saying? True. <laughs> but <laughs> I just don't feel like them. I don't feel like them are problems because I don't feel like we we sit on our hands. We can't afford to sit on our hands. Like we don't have time to sit on our hands. We don't have time to wait for somebody to come through and save us, man. We don't Maybe because we know the struggle. That's exa- exactly brown people, minority people know the struggle. Whether you came here for another country or you were born in this country, you know what it's not to. Like to not be the majority To not have the fair skin To have to work for every penny That's why you come over here with the That's why the Indians come over here And they own the businesses And they're educated 
And they got the tech jobs. That's why the Asians yep. come over here and they get the tech jobs and they get the hair shops because they corner the market and they and they and they learn shit and they, and they like and right, they right. work together like a motherfucker and they work together. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And even though we don't work together at all, black no, people never work together. No, we don't work together, but at the same time, we don't trust Uncle Sam. So we do what we have to do to make sure that our families are fed and that we get ahead and we try to work in the system to see if we can make change. But we don't rely on the system. But not only that, for those of us who do get the welfare and who do get the support, we figured the system out. And we've uh, also yeah. figured out how to use that system to feed families, to raise kids, to get kids like LeBron James to a position where he's at now to make those schools. So, yeah, his mom may have not have graduated high school or did anything crazy. Yeah. But I guarantee they may have been on that welfare. They may have got Probably some so. of their assistance. And that for that afforded him the meals he needed to get to class, to get to practice, to make the $90 million he made to get his family out of the hood and to live a better life. So we see things different. The assistance they're giving us, if we're here, is an opportunity. Yeah, but also for every one LeBron James, it's probably three or four niggas going to prison. Three or four from niggas, the same situation. Three or four niggas going to prison, and that's a whole other subject for a whole other day. Because yeah. a lot of times niggas don't go to prison for violent crimes. We go to prison for what we talked about a few episodes. Oh yeah, for ago. trying to hustle, we, trying we to make it, for trying to make it. We, we, I told somebody the other day, the drug business, the drug business is labeled illegal, so therefore it's illegal. But it's a legit business. It's legit economics. It's a legit marketing. It's legit how to handle numbers. You get what I'm saying, Bruh, We don't know shit about grams and ounces, but these motherfuckers are mathematicians, dog. Yeah, <laughs> like these motherfuckers are smart. You know what I'm saying? They got a scale and a metric system. Yeah, yeah. They, you, they got a whole system. They got logistics moving shit across state Moving shit across state. Like, this shit ain't no joke, bro. They don't know they doing it, but they doing that stuff. I don't, I don't think they realize the, the weight of what they do. Yeah, they basically have a business. I, I think it's just every day to them. But they don't realize, like, yo, do you not realize you run a legit corporation here? You, yeah. You run a legit... Hey, you got a trap house? That's a legit mom and, mom and pop shop. You know Definitely. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's, that's what you're Bricks running. Bricks coming in. Bricks going Without, out. You know what I'm saying? This is legit. <laughs> this is legit the bodega you buy your blunts from. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and, and therefore, like I said, yeah, we got those same niggas going to prison. But like I said, I don't feel like we just trying to eat, bro. And we trying to eat like y'all, man. That's it. Y'all got y'all opioids. And y'all got y'all litigation and y'all laws and y'all language that makes shit. Oh, it's it's okay to to take oxy. You know what I'm saying? Well, we don't have oxy, bro, and we can't afford oxy. But this heroin is the pure form of the oxy. The opioids that's in the the opioids that's in the oxy. This is the pure form of the opioid that you diluted in the uh, selling legally. Who's selling the heroin? Who's selling the heroin? Whites, I don't know. blacks, Indians. greens, purples, they all sell Everybody them. flipping heroin. It ain't listen, drugs don't have a color no more. You can get your you can get your fix. I really don't know who's selling I don't, I don't know no heroin dealer. Uh it's not I know uh, a couple I know a couple weed guys. Is that a prevalent thing in the South? I mean outside of Atlanta? Yeah. But heroin? It I believe is. so. They got a it big problem like in Gastonia and the smaller towns. I think meth is prevalent here. Yeah, I think it's on that breaking bad. Yeah, but that's you know. that's what's up, man. We had a good discussion. I know we probably running low, late. Oh uh, yeah, we, we we coming up on that hour and a half month. Uh, you got a, you got awards? Yeah, yeah. Let me pull my shit out. No <laughs> oh, homo. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> I said it. Hey. <laughs> oh man. All right. Pulling out my notes. 
right. So my real nigga of the week goes to um, J.D. Washington. That's Denzel Washington's son. But if he was in this room, he would correct me and let me know that he is also the son of Coletta Washington, his mom. Um, he did an interview with um, Good Morning America. And um, the guy, the interview started off was asking him what it's like to be Denzel Washington's son. And he corrected him real quick and let him know that his mom, is, his mom's an actress too. His mom carried his dad until his dad was famous enough to make his own money. Um, and I was like, damn, man, that's I what's up, that. man. Black, that's, that's what's up, man. Black dudes really love their mama. <laughs> <laughs> this is the first thing I thought because he probably got, he probably was first getting tired of getting asked that Ain't question. Ain't no like my mama. Uh, but mama I'm just cool, man. You would never think somebody would say that because cool. it's been a lot of sons and daughters that their parents have acted. Uh, but nobody really shot out that other parent that was in their life. Nah, I didn't know that there was another person acting, man. That's yeah. Apparently, she was in. She's got to have it. His mom was the one that what? just came out on Netflix. Yeah, and she did a lot of acting and stage plays back in the nineties and eighties. Okay, Denzel. So, yeah, that's what's up, man. Boy. That's what's up. So I was happy he did Black that, bro. I hadn't seen. It. I'm gonna try to go see it this I week. I still gotta see Black Clansman. Yeah, I haven't man, had gotta go out there support. That's Jordan Peele and Spike Lee. We gotta go out there support. I was gonna ask you if you wanted to go see it last week. I just didn't get no time. Yeah, man. Yeah, I got two tomorrow. free movie I passes. I was saving it, but you know. Nah, you go ahead. Save nah, it. you know what it is. Nah, shit. nah you good. Nobody Um, I'm gonna just go ahead and just. I don't have a real nigga of the week, so my real nigga of the week just goes out to um. Tiana Taylor, I think uh, she took to the airwaves and what she said about the tour and how she uh, felt about the tour. I just thought that was like, yo, she she scared me. Oh just, yeah, just listening to her talk, she scared, scared me, me too. She I got that like, strong God. ass face. Yeah, already. she got that strong face and that strong voice, and she called this niggas a princess and everything. So uh, I just I wanted to shout her out and um, you probably got a long clitoris. You think so? Okay, I don't know. I don't want to say. I don't have you ever I don't seen want one of those in person? Me. Yeah, I seen one on a flick before. Okay, I, I, have you seen one in real life? Nah, I don't want to. Yo, clitorises are tricky. I'd be like, what the fuck is that? You got a dick? You oh, you be a man? About that strong, thick joint. Yeah. Oh, I know the ones you talk about. <laughs> I wouldn't mind seeing one that actually. Like, show you a woman, right? I don't mind one that pokes out. I hate finding it. Like, I don't like searching for one. I like them, man, but I don't want to get too deep in it. But I, I really like one. I like I like a nice clitoris. I'm a nigga. I'm a nigga playing tonight. He try to go there. All right, dust metal, man. Uh, my dust metal goes out to Jeffrey Upstein, a Florida man who had a meltdown at the MCO airport in Orlando. Um, when they went to interview him, he was just saying like, "If I have, to, I had to go to that. Just imagine what black people went through." I kind of watched that whole interview. Oh yeah, I seen that shit. Yeah, I was like, "This dumbass, <laughs> yo, you. He looks like a complete dummy. Like, yeah, that wasn't. A, I don't know what. Yeah, he's like, they're treating me like a black person. Yeah, man. <laughs> then when they went to his home to interview, like, he just looked crazy, man. Yeah, get, get out of here. You man. trying too hard, bro. Get the fuck out of here, Jeffrey. <laughs> What about you, my man? All right, so my dunce, we talked about this after we recorded last night. All right. But uh, Sumter County, Alabama, for their first integrated school ever. It's the year 2018, and it's their first time mixing black and white kids. Oh, in Alabama. No, yeah. no, you told Nick. You ain't told me. Sumter County, Alabama, bro. They Y'all just got, integrated. This is their first in- integrated school, bro, and it's 2018. Wow. I told you, it's places niggas don't want to go. Mississippi. And Alabama 
You barely want to go through certain part of Florida, Louisiana, certain parts, Arkansas, Missouri. These are places that yeah. your black ass don't. Tennessee, it's parts of Tennessee. I want to be called in West South Virginia. Carolina. North Carolina, West Virginia. They definitely. say gas up. If you got to go through West Virginia, they say gas up right before you cross the line. Yeah, man. I'm not stopping in West Virginia. I barely want to stop through regular Virginia before I get to Richmond. I'm like, I feel you. I'm like, yo, who did I stop with? I think Shit, that's where Charlottesville was at. The Charlottesville joint when they, uh, the girl got killed when they was the KKK shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, That yeah. was in Virginia. Yeah, that's in Virginia. I, you, we drive through Charlottesville when I'm coming back from D.C. Oh, 95? Yeah, you drive through Charlottesville. Before Richmond? Uh, right after Richmond, Charlottesville after Richmond. Well, no, before Petersburg. If you're coming back from DC, it's gonna be after Richmond. So it's Richmond, Petersburg, then Charlottesville. Yeah, yeah, because you can see it. Like oh, they okay. got a big Confederate uh, flag flying. Like some farmer, he got a big ass Confederate flag flying in his backyard. You can see it from the highway. That shit everywhere. I think before between between Charlottesville and Durham Raleigh. Conf- what's the hell? Durham Raleigh too. Confederate flag country. Hell, Burlington. Oh yeah, the wrong po- shit. Yeah. They had KKK in Burlington. I'm about had, to say you KKK go to KKK meeting in High Point and Burlington. I'm about to say you go too far down Randleman. Oh yeah, oh, Salisbury. Yeah, yeah. But a lot of people starting to move to Salisbury. Yeah, because they don't want to pay them taxes in Charlotte. I was gonna say you go too far down Randleman in uh, Greensboro, you definitely gonna see some Confederate flag. Oh yeah, <laughs> damn man, yo. Um, person of the week. Yeah, my person of the week is a uh, uh, Seminole County Sheriff's Office deputy. Nigga named Bill Dunn. This guy, um, he thought a three-year-old girl was uh, dead in a car. She was sitting in a car with the windows up. Um, he said he opened, he busted open and pulled her out. She was lifeless. And he just kept like yelling at her, yelling at her. And he, she kind of was like, uh, like she was out of it, bro. Her mom got arrested, of course. But y'all better stop leaving the car. Yeah, stop leaving these kids in these hot-ass cars. What do y'all be thinking? Uh, I was actually gonna make a joke like, damn man, she was probably in there just listening to the new Jay Z, bro. Chill out. <laughs> <laughs> I hope damn, not, man. Yeah, but yeah, man. man, that shit's crazy. Nah, you can't leave. Yo, I have actually have a story, man. My daughter's brother got left in the car one time, and uh, this is the one time I guess white or black people, I don't know who called the cops, actually went right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know they called, and um, actually his grandmother left him in the car. And I was like, oh, fuck, damn. man. Cause I was, she was running in Walmart real quick. It was her, it was his mom's birthday weekend. Ain't no like, ever no real quick in Walmart, I, I, nigga. Never. We was on the, we, like Unless we got go that, that bitch at one in the morning. We got that phone call. We had like this whole day planned. She was like, "Yo, I gotta pick my son up." I was like, "Why?" She was like, "Cause his grandmother's getting taken to jail, and he got left in the car." And I was like, "Are you fucking serious?" I was like, "Where were they at?" She was like, "Walmart." I was like, "Ain't no running in and out of Walmart ever. At least leave the windows what cracked." What the fuck, man? And the air running. Yo, man, <laughs> I don't have a person of the week this week, so I'm gonna definitely second yours. So I'm gonna yeah, pass shout my out Bill Dunn. Who Bill Dunn? Who Bill Dunn? Bill Dunn. All right. Uh, uh, announcements, 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 announcements. This week in Charlotte. Charlotte, I think, uh, do we play New England Patriots here? Yeah, Friday, we got Fr- the Patriots. Friday, we play the Patriots, man. Go out and support your local Carolina Panthers. Yeah, go see old-ass Tom Brady. Uh, and go see young-ass Cameron Newton, <laughs> the realest nigga in the NFL. Yo, did you know he had a clap back this week for Calvin Benjamin? I saw that. <laughs> it was weird, though. He was, like, talking to a wall. I want. I want y'all to know, nigga. I keep people around me like this motherfucking wild. You feel me? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I come see this wild every motherfucking day, nigga. This shit don't change. You know what I'm saying? 
You know what I'm saying? So I need people around me like that. You feel me? <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is Cam talking about? That nigga, that nigga still slow as shit. <laughs> yeah, he's slow as a motherfucker. Yeah, man. nigga play some football, but that's about it. Shout out Cam Newton, man. That's my quarterback. Um, <sighs> There will be a total, total 90s uh, bar crawl. Uh, You can go get your shirts and shit from Whiskey River. It's at the Epicent this weekend. Um, And also... Um, shout out to Stay Ready Podcast. Uh, there's a word of mouth, Stay Ready Edition, this Saturday at the Queen City Basement in Monroe Road. Poetry and live art. We might breeze through there after we tape this show to see what's what what talking up, man. about. I'm trying to see some live art, man. I've been trying to hit an art show for a minute, what man. Say, it was 20 move. at the door? I thought that shit said $5. Cool. Then that could be the move after we get up out of here. What time yeah. is it next week? 20. I mean, goddamn. I like them niggas, but damn. <laughs> what, time, <laughs> what time is it next week? Uh, I gotta pull it up. All right, we good. We'll figure it out later. Um, other than that, man, this has been episode fifteen. Fifteen, yeah, episode fifteen yeah. of the Kicking Shit Podcast. Um, while my nigga Johnny looks that up, we're gonna do these shameless plugs. You know how we do. Plug, plug. Yeah, man, plug, plug away. Plug, 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 plug. Yo, have you seen this movie called Plug Love? Mm, what's that about some butt stuff? Nah, bro, you gotta see Plug Love, bro. Uh-huh. It's a it's a hood movie, bro, but it's good. For like, real? It's good, yo, yo. You gotta see Plug Love. Look that shit up, Plug Love. It's about this nigga and he he start messing with the plug girl. Oh yeah, <laughs> I might be the fuck with that. Hey y'all, man, yo, go check out Plug Love, man. Plug Love is Here good. We go. Oh yeah, Power's not coming on this week. Oh yeah, I'm two episodes behind anyway. I'm, I'm good on Power right now. All anyway. right, so that shit is from seven to ten, August twenty fifth, Queen City basement at Metro Proponent Office and Studios, five 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 one Monroe Road, Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, get we tickets. We might still be in this motherfucker. Possibly. Yeah, get tickets. It say tickets is five dollars. Mm. No refunds. <laughs> If we can make it, I might try to make it out there. Yeah, 7 to 10. Shit, let's re-record super early. Mm, we'll see how Saturday go. We'll see. Anyway, uh, yo, this has been episode 15 of the Kick Shit Podcast. I am your boy Jumpman Jones. Hey, man, it's your boy Jukebox Johnny, man. And you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at the Kick Shit Podcast. That's K-I-C-K-I-N. And we all know how to spell shit. Pod. And that's on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me. I'm your boy Jumpman Jones. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at uh, Soul Train Company, like the soul of a shoe, on IG and Soul Train Co. on Twitter. What about you, Juke? So it's going to be uh, the letter J, mm-hmm. then U K, okay. number three. All right, all right. B O X J O H N N Y. Okay, okay. I'm about to hit the follow button. I see you right now, my nigga. Yeah, that's Ooh. me. That's me. I got you. Okay. Oh, shit. Nigga with the good hair. The nigga with the yeah, waves. Yeah, I see that do-rag. The do-rag is nice, yeah, my nigga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, yo, t- yo, the do-rag you rocking tonight ain't got shit on the do-rag you rock for the insecure episode. Oh, I had the flap. I had the do-rag yeah, flap Yeah, the flap was hanging last that was night, a, uh, I think that was a... Um, a sky by red uh, do rag I had on. <laughs> I think this is a Mr. Do rag. And check out and check in with us on Tuesdays. Uh, the show comes out on Monday. And on uh, Tuesday we will release an episode uh, two of Insecured. We'll probably Wednesday um, morning, right? Or are you gonna do it Tuesday? No, nah, it'll drop Tuesday night. It should be out by twelve, uh, about ten, eleven o'clock. But just check that out. Uh, our special edition Insecure with me, Johnny, and Miss Nikki. We will recap the Insecure first episode. Was episode. good. First episode was cool. If you haven't checked that out, just go to our. If you're subscribed, of course, it's in our iTunes. Just you, you'll see it. 
you get the update And if you haven't Go to our SoundCloud Check it out uh, The website's still coming soon It's still in the works But the website is coming soon I say early September We have it up and running Maybe some, before that We got some free merch Giveaways planned So stay tuned For all of that good shit If you've been supporting us We appreciate it Yeah, um, A lot of bonus episodes Coming too We got some bonus shit coming We got a, some, some football shit Durag Guy album coming You already know what the it EP, is The Durag Guy EP <laughs> Let it float. Let it <laughs> do Eric Fest twenty eighteen. That'll be twenty twenty. We in twenty whatever. Twenty nineteen. Twenty nineteen. We gonna be out there. Uh, other the gold to do rag. <laughs> other than that, man, this has been episode fifteen, man. Uh happy Monday. Y'all enjoy your week. We love y'all and thank you for all the support. And listen, if you want to get in on the conversations, you got any questions, comments, likes, you hate us, DM us on our our social medias, or you can always write us uh, kickingshitpod at gmail. That's K I C K I N. And we all know how to spell shit at gmail.com. Hit us up. We love y'all and we'll talk to y'all next week.